I've had this bone to pick with you ever since uh, two months before the event, and I I don't think we've recorded. That's so how I get to bring it up. I told you I watched a gameplay of The Last of Us, and you're like, how did you sit and do that? And I'm thinking to myself, after two weeks later, I'm like, wait a minute. How much baseball does he sit and watch? What's the freaking difference? Baseball's big, but baseball is <laughs> I, knew, like I knew, I knew, I knew this was not going to be cut and dry. <laughs> I love this. Baseball's live and different, and, and it's actually happening. But I don't know what's happening in this game, so it's all new and live and different to me. <laughs> All right. Okay. Rather than, you, than walking around, you know, in baseball, they, they just run to the base. At least people get shot in what I'm watching. Baseball <laughs> yeah, would be a hell of a lot more entertaining if you could shoot people. This is Swick Presents Outside the Galaxy, the podcast that takes a closer look at unique characters and people a little closer to home. Well, pitter-patter, let's get at her. Backstories. Well, we're bones. Histories. Wasn't me. And details. I love gold. You never knew. So this is Planet Houston. Wanted to know. No, I don't. Or ever need to know. You took four minutes of my life and I want them back. Now here are this episode's panelists of Outside the Galaxy. Hello and welcome to Star Wars and Character Presents Outside the Galaxy. Galaxy. That was pretty good. You said you didn't remember how we yeah. did this anymore, and and you nailed it. I I am so smart. <laughs> My mind is I'm, a steel trap. I'm kind of like, like Mel distracted. Gibson to Jesus Christ on the cross. <laughs> You nailed it. Oh, wow. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that joke. It's true. I didn't There's say there was anything wrong with it. I just went, oh, wow. Oh, it's wow. True. I sent Chris a thing the other day. Some guy made a diorama. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was good. It was like really good of Mel Gibson's drunk stop. It had like a car and police and, Mel- and a really accurate looking Mel Gibson with like receding hairline and bloodshot eyes being interrogated by the police. It was so good. I'm looking at it now. You see it? It's a video, right? No, it was, a, it's a toy. It's like a diorama. Oh, it is. This is a model, but it's a video. I wonder if he just like pans around it and stuff. I have to watch a fucking Audi ad. Hold on. Bear with me here. Fucking YouTube. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Well, this is it. Yeah. I see it. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's like half the cop car. Under a streetlight yeah, with yeah. like the the mountainside behind them. Yep, Chris, you have to get this. It has to be. Is it new? It has to be from back then. It, who made that today? You know what I mean? Like that's old news. I mean, I I don't know that you need to know the answer to any of these questions. <laughs> you just have to own it and put it under a spotlight in your little museum. <sighs> I have a Barbie doll naked with sugar on her titties. <laughs> so I walk by. I go, hey, sugar titties. <laughs> Remember, this is Star Wars related. Yeah. What sugar tits? Well, yes. Okay. Um. What What was the thing? I made it. Did I make it for Tim? I made a Lando. I got the doll. You know, like I remember this. Kenner. Yeah, I think it was for Tim. I, got, I think I made it for Tim. I got the Lando doll, and I got two Barbies, and <laughs> took all the clothes off, yep. and I put him sitting like on a couch with his arms around both of them, and like empty cold forty fives laying all around. Yeah. Yeah, like some kind of diorama kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, but I like I made it out of the out of the dolls, like those really those nice ones. 
Yeah, the, like back I, in the nineties, I guess they were they're, back they're, in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. Why? Why did I do that? Because, <laughs> because you were nicer back then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was nicer back then. You like spent time with us, you know, and you gave us stuff. Now, you know, we hear from you every third year. <laughs> that that is really really hurtful. I just want to say that right now. Listen, and he you laughed laughing. at you. And he laughed <laughs> at you. That's the best part of this. I'm going to laugh at you. Oh, my. Dave, I, 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 I am so Oh, my God. This I'm is, distracted. It's Legal a video wrong. of him making it, and then he buries it. So it's somewhere in what? the world buried for you to find. Chris? Seriously? Um, it says, oh, sorry, it says, update. The model has been found. Don't waste your time looking for it anymore. Okay, but still, at one point, you could have found this. He buried you it. You missed it. That's fine. He he made it and buried it for someone to, to just fucking come yeah, across it and yeah. find it. Yep, I like that guy. That's what I'm gonna do with my Halloween Horror Nights collection. It's been sitting in a box. I'm not displaying it. I'm not doing anything with it. I'm gonna put it all in a box and bury it and see which nerd finds it first. It'll be Chris. I'm not doing that, so don't bother looking for it. It's my stuff. You can't <laughs> have it. Now I feel bad. I think I think I heard Dave's feelings. Oh, stop! If he had them. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that was I that, that was good. That would go along with what Chris was saying earlier. <laughs> if there's one thing that doing this show over the past eleven yeah. plus years has shown, Dave has no feelings. <laughs> Only really strong like opinions say, of Star Wars, and yeah, they've changed drastically. <laughs> that anger most of our listener base. Um, I want to say something nice, actually, right now. This just made me think. Of this. this isn't going to mean a lot to a lot of people. But uh, one of our longtime friends, and Matt, I don't know that you know this, one of our longtime friends and a sometime news as contributor, Steve Bost, is now a married man. I do know that. I know that because no, you, you told you, in, not inadvertently, you told me, but not directly, you took time out of beginning Indiana Jones in character to let me know that and said, like, you actually said, oh, Matt, I got to tell you this, so don't put this in. And then you told me that he got married, and then you know what on talking about the Reggie Snake. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, for anyone that's a longtime Neo's as person, you would recognize Steve from his contributions over the years. And I would just like to say congratulations yes, to Steve congratulations. on his marriage. Uh, he's a wonderful friend and a, and a wonderful man, so... Congratulations to Steve. Let's dedicate this one to Steve. He's not going to want to hear that after I, after I reveal who we're doing. Oh, boy. Oh, shit. Is it Alec Baldwin? Oh, <laughs> no, because Steve does love Alec Baldwin. He does love Alec Baldwin. Um, we used to guess, right? I, I don't know. Yeah. There's, there's no way that you're going to guess. <laughs> and that's what ahead. we always say, too. You'll never guess. Here's a hint. It's one I'm doing. I'll, say, I'll, give, you, I'll give you hints. This is a personality that we all like who tried to do a thing in the 90s and it didn't work out. Mm, interesting. David Lee Roth. <laughs> what did David Lee Roth try to do in the 90s? It didn't did he work out. He tried to become like a, a DJ in the, in the mornings. Oh he, my God. Did, you're really on for, the right track. For Howard Stern <laughs> at one point, right? He replaced somebody. Wait, wait, but Matt, he said we're on the right track. Yeah, okay. A DJ. DJ. Who, something in the mornings. Who's the, who's the other one? Um, fuck. Who's um, get, De no. Dennis Miller at nine, Monday Night Football. <laughs> <laughs> nope, <laughs> guess not. 
<laughs> I, you you have no idea how close you are, actually. Wow. Okay. Um, Who else is like a morning is, is a celebrity of a, of a DJ host? You you've already said his name, and it's something that that man tried David to do. Lee Roth. No, Howard Stern. Yes, he tried to do fart something man. in the nineties that he failed at. Is it fart? What did you say, Chris? Fart man. We are about to oh my travel God. down. <laughs> Behold, the, in the it's a bird. It's a plane. It's fart man. Oh my goodness. Yes, we're going to talk about Fartman for oh the next, boy. I don't know, half hour or so. What are your initial thoughts? I just remember the MTV Movie Awards, him coming down with his ass cheeks hanging out from the from the rafters coming down during some award thing. I never saw okay. those because we didn't have cable. So I my really my only memory, because it's the only visual I have of them, is the... Um, what do you call it? The, the, uh, the, 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 the depiction of it, the... The, the the scene in the movie i can't think of the word i'm thinking of but the the scene of it from the movie because that's that's the only thing i'd actually seen of him in that as that character okay right. the recreation Recre- of thank the- you that's it yes that's the word okay well that's one of the things we're going to talk about um we're all stern fans right yeah. we're yeah we're not anymore oh, you just yeah it's 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 yeah i, I don't want to get into it but it's just it's like i, I yeah it's it's it, it's I don't know what to say. It's not even. Oh man, I shouldn't even start this. We're gonna have to cut this all out. I don't. No, I, it's. I, I kind of want to talk about like his. I don't know his arc actually. Yeah, I just kind of don't. It's. It, it. I. I think it's mainly because um one, it's harder to get now. I don't have a serious subscription because there's nothing on there I'd want except him, and then it's just every time he kind of like pushes the envelope, it's not as endearing and. Uh, edgy as it used to be, it's turned more annoying. It's best as I can describe it. And maybe that's me getting older. I'm not sure. No, I I think that's very fair, and I did want to talk about it at the end. Okay. Um, so I'm glad you brought that up. Actually, I should have brought uh, it up. As, the far end, as, apparently. Man, <laughs> <laughs> as far as fart man goes, um, I did not know this, but I thought that this was something that he came up with. Not that it's like a concept that is all that brilliant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he really ripped it off. Oh, really? That's surprising. Fartman was a character in the National Lampoon oh, in wow. the 70s, huh. especially especially the late 70s. And I assume Stern grew up reading the National Lampoon. But in 1979, Fartman was a regular in the National Lampoon. I I assumed probably like you that. did. It's just you know a Batman, Superman, whatever man parody. That just always yeah. seemed exactly what it was, and never thought that. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me that someone used the word fart man in the past, but to find out it's a there's something he's basing it off of is completely. There's a bit of a surprise to me, to be honest. I never thought that. Yeah, I I, I was too, and I because I mean I didn't read the National Lampoon. We were I don't know we were six or seven years old at this time. Um, but it seems like his first use of it was in 1981 and I've seen other incantations of this along the way, but the first time he did it was in 1981. He struggled, I think for a while, not like now, but to get guests that people respected, Yeah, I guess 
is a way to put it. He had his his whack pack, and that was one of the things that I was going to bring up later, that when you look back at some of the things that Howard Stern had done in the 80s, some of them are not only not PC, they're downright cruel. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Um, so it, it's, as a Stern fan, you... you where do you put that kind of stuff in, you know, how do you justify it? But in 1981, he had on Adam West. <laughs> okay. I like where this is going. <laughs> and Adam West was at that point. I mean, I guess, yeah. Did Adam West kind of become like this kind of like joke over the years? And then he ended up doing SpongeBob. I don't know that like that became a thing where like people were, what was it? Chris Barnacle Boy and, uh, and Mermaid, Mermaid Man, Mermaid Man, and Barnacle Boy. So he yeah, was, yeah, yeah. He was Mermaid Man, right? <laughs> he was, yeah. He he was one of whichever the Batman character yeah. was. Yeah. And I think Barnacle Boy was Tim Conway, probably Rob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I don't. Know, my son loved that crap. So. It seems like actors from that time that got roles that were like very. Sp- specific and very non-traditional ended up resenting it for the longest time and fighting against it and then embracing it. Like I'm thinking yeah. Leonard Nimoy with Spock. I'm thinking him with Batman. Right. Um, even um, um, go to movies too. How long was it until Mark Hamill ever started signing Star Wars stuff? It just, Forever. Yeah. It's the, it seems to be that few decades of entertainment when you got, when you got stereotyped as what, or you got famous from one extreme unconventional character they all ended up resenting it for a little while but then came and turned around and embraced it later yeah that's the thing is like they they hate the thing that made them a star so they shy from it and they avoid it until they were they're like shit this is anything that you know <laughs> yeah. but even, that we can make money on even so adam they, west they back to it. there was a simpsons episode it may have had no i don't think there's one with mark hamill as well but it was adam west and they went to see. They went to a car convention, and and they and Homer's like, "Look, the Batmobile!" And it's the old '60s Batmobile. And they're like, "That's not the Batmobile." And he's like, "And he's like, yeah, it is." And that's Batman. And they're like, "They're not. That's not Batman." And Adam West just goes into this whole diatribe of why doesn't Batman dance anymore? And he starts doing the Batutsi and <laughs> talking about these like and the the new leather clad Wonder Woman. When I was Batman, there were, or uh, Catwoman. When I was Batman, there was only one Catwoman, Lee Merriweather, Eartha Quit, and he named off the three actresses. He made a really great <laughs> joke out of, a bit out of it. So I think he finally embraced it like in the later years. That's a good way to put it. They embrace it yep. finally. Because you brought up Leonard Nimoy. Didn't Leonard Nimoy have this thing for like a long time where he said, I am not Spock? He wrote a book, a book and right? called, and he wrote an autobiography called I Am Not Spock. Then decades later, he wrote a memoir called I Am Spock. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly, that is exactly what happens with yeah. some of these yeah. guys. Mark Hamill's a good, Mark Hamill's a good, a, a good uh, example of that. It's like when we've told this story before, when Chris and Tim and I met him on in New York when he was off Broadway, he signed all kinds of stuff. Just not Star Wars. Except Star Wars, yeah. Remember, yep. Tim Tim was so upset he wouldn't sign his Star Wars picture or poster. He went and found the most unflattering picture of him as a trickster from Flash <laughs> trickster. and made him sign that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And and he was happy to sign it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Speaking of Mark Hamill, did either of you watch The Fall of the House of Usher? Yes. 
I'm not a fan of Mark Hamill, and I find him completely annoying. Yep. But he was actually pretty I, fucking good on the show. I was very surprised how good he was in that. Yep. Yeah. He was understated. Friend of mine. Yeah, that's the thing. That's, I think, the difference from his performance. But a friend, I wasn't going to watch it because I didn't really, I, I kind of didn't know it was on. My friend's like, you've got to watch the first episode at least. There's a joke in it that was put in just for us. Because we've been, it's, it's Hunter from um, Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. We've been joking all year how I didn't watch, uh, was it Chucky? And I watched Is It Cake instead. And then I watched that first episode, and that girl brings out. She's like, "Look, we found a law book to help you out of problems." He's like, "Oh, we better read this real quick." Oh no, it's cake. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> and she's like, "Would you like the, some the, coffee with that?" And then the other son goes, "I bet it's cake." Yes, it was so great. Yeah. It was Elliot's wife. That's what she did. She like made stuff out of cake. Yep. <laughs> well, Chris, you gotta watch this. I I've heard about it. I I never is it like is this like another season or is this a brand new show or what? It's just a, it's ten episodes. That's it. It's it's the telling uh, updated telling of the fall of the House of Usher by Edgar Allan Poe, and each episode is like a different part of it. It's like the Telltale Heart and the Raven and yeah, it's so good. Yep, I agree. I only I watched it because he told me to look out for that joke, but I ended up getting hooked into that first episode and watched the whole thing. Yeah, Mike Flanagan. I, this is not. That's who it is. Me. I was trying to look up. I was like, it's someone. It's someone that makes a lot of horror series. I couldn't think of his freaking name. That's who it is. Mike Flanagan is to me possibly the greatest working creator in Hollywood now. Writer, director, you know, like I mean, this guy is unbelievable. So if I see Mike Flanagan's name on something, that goes to the top of my list. But we're talking about fart man. Yeah, right. Let's go from Fall House <laughs> Usher fart to man. Fart Man. <laughs> so Adam West is on, and in 1981, they do a thing on the radio. I have not heard that, but if you search on YouTube, or did either of you watch, Matt, you were still living here, um, Howard Stern's Channel 9 show? I've seen some yeah. of it, yeah. I think, didn't PHL 17 syndicate it? Did they? Oh, yeah, I don't know the that. The Great Entertainer? I, the great entertainer <laughs> right after the uh, for people parade. that live <laughs> right for people that live in the new york philadelphia like area um in the 90s howard stern had a show on saturday nights that went up against saturday night live and he always says it was only a half an hour i think it went from 11 30 to 12 and he always says from 1130 to 12, at least in this area, it would beat Saturday Night Live in the ratings. I don't know if that's true, but that's what he would always say. And I, I'm sure you could pick a market that happened, and that's probably true. It's, it's yeah. But you got to define what that is. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, okay, this this small market with ages six. In, in males 16 to 35, it's beating Saturday Night Live every Saturday. Sure. Okay. Right. Right. Well, that was channel. It was WWOR out of Secaucus, New York. And uh, being in the Philadelphia area, we used to get New York channels. Channel, We would get Channel 9 and we would get Channel 11, which was WPIX. Yes. <laughs> I remember watching uh, the, the infamous um, Yule Log. 
<laughs> yeah, right. Uh, that was a big deal for me because WPIX would show Yankee games and WOR would show Met games. So I used to get to see two more, Ooh. you know, versions of baseball. You know um, what, Dave? Speaking of Halloween Horror yes. Nights, I've had this bone to pick with you ever since uh, two months before the event. And I I don't think we've recorded. That's how you get to bring it up. I told you I watched a gameplay of The Last of Us, and you're like, how did you sit and do that? And I'm thinking to myself, after two weeks later, I'm like, wait a minute. How much baseball does he sit and watch? What's the freaking difference? Baseball's big, but baseball is like <laughs> I knew, live. I knew, I knew, I knew this was not going to be cut and dry. <laughs> I love this. Baseball's live and different, and, and it's actually happening. But I don't know what's happening in this game, so it's all new and live and different to me. <laughs> All right. Okay. Rather than, you, than walking around, you know, in baseball, they, they just run to the base. At least people get shot in what I'm watching. Baseball <laughs> would be a hell of a lot more entertaining if you could shoot people. Well, I mean, I guess I really can't argue against this because how many millions of people watch Twitch and just like watch other people play video games? Yeah. So I, I know that I'm in the minority. Okay. People, people, people make that. money on that, right? Uh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. If people would play to see someone watch a game badly, I I could probably make some cash because I cannot play a game with shit. If it does not have one joystick and one red button in the upper left-hand corner, I can't play it. <laughs> <laughs> or is it on the right-hand corner? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about, though. No. I forget, yeah. Left, left. It is left. Yeah, I think they assumed everyone playing Atari was right-handed, which I wasn't, yeah, you, you freaking right. jerks. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could spin it. Yeah, it didn't work because then everything went the wrong direction. Yeah, but the, yeah, then your down's up and your up's down and left's right and up's over here. <laughs> it's all out of whack. That's yeah. true. That's true. I remember well, the Howard Stern show had their moans on. Like, oh, it's, it's, it was almost like their go-to. It was like, uh, I don't know, it's when Johnny Carson didn't have anyone and he'd bring on like a, 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 one of his favorite comedians that you've seen a thousand times. It's like, we don't have anyone any good footage, bring the Ramones on because they're going to do something stupid and, and unintentionally, you know, they're going to do that Snapple, yeah. that live Snapple read, which is hilarious. Or the one thing <laughs> yeah. you pointed out to me, which I never saw, we were doing the best of fives and them going out golfing, which was probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> right. He did. He did have people that would like give him the time of day. And yeah. for some reason the Ramones did it, but it was a lot of like B level people. It was like your Corey Feldman's and things like that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just going to get upset. No, oh, I'm right. Okay. <laughs> Dave likes it more than I do, trust me. <laughs> but Dave, Dave I asked me twice to see him in concert. Twice. Oh, and I'll ask you a third time if he comes back. <laughs> I said I, my favorite thing I saw recently, it was a Instagram story or something of Corey Feldman getting ready to sing Cry Little Sister from the Lost Boys, and yeah. as he steps to the mic, he steps on the yeah, base yeah. of the mic, and the mic hits him right in the mouth. That's awesome. <laughs> That's great. And, and I watched little cry. The little sister was about him because he was crying. <laughs> I watched it like six times. <laughs> but on the WOR show, you can search this on YouTube. They do a live skit of Fartman. This is the first time Stern has portrayed Fartman on video. And Fartman's original costume looks somewhat like it does in the MTV Movie Awards, except his major accoutrement is that he wears a toilet seat around his neck. <laughs> <laughs> so that eventually gets lost. But I watched this the other day. It's horrible. It's completely <laughs> it's horrible. horrible. 
So it's Adam <laughs> oh, West. Oh, I see teaching. it now. Oh my God! I, I'm not. So, I, I'm not listening to the sound, but I'm seeing the video, and I and the just the thumbnail of him is awful. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, watch it if you if I'm you going dare. To. Yeah. Um, it's it's really bad. It's 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 incredibly racist. At some point, one of the characters is like um, uh, making fun of Asian people. He's like Korean kid or something like that. But it's Adam West teaching a class of wannabe superheroes. <laughs> it almost so reminds saw, me of I saw the credits. Already. I saw Gary Delabati as Green Lantern teeth. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the things. <laughs> There's a couple of good jokes. His green Green Lantern teeth because his teeth are always rotten. Right. Um, it reminds me of a very pre 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 version of Mystery Men. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not saying that Ben Stiller ripped us off or anything like that, but I am. It's, it's right here. I'm declaring <laughs> you're it. You're going out. It's a lot of like very B or C or D level superheroes being taught how to be a superhero by Adam West. The only reason I bring this up is because this lays the groundwork then for Stern in 1992 in court filing for the rights to the character. Oh, Okay. He wasted money on that? Yeah, right? Yeah. Something. <laughs> what the fuck? And he gets it. He actually is the proprietor of Fartman now. Oh, Even wow. though it was a National Lampoon character from the 70s, Howard Stern owns the rights to Fartman. And his idea then is to make a movie. And that was what that whole publicity stunt at the MTV Movie Awards was about. The movie was greenlighted by New Line Cinema. Ooh. Of course. <laughs> if it wasn't canon, it was going to be New Line Cinema. <laughs> New Line Cinema. It has a script. You can buy the script online. Yeah, you can. It's, uh, let me see. It's $35. <laughs> okay, sure. It's 134 pages. Oh, my God. That's a long movie. Right? And the writer of the movie is the guy that wrote Under Siege <laughs> and Pretty Woman. What? Jeez. I didn't realize yes. the same guy wrote both. So I looked up the guy. I forget his name. I, I didn't care enough to even write down his name. Um, he's written many movies. The one that I wrote down that, Matt, I knew you would you would especially get a chuckle at. He wrote The Hunted with Christopher Lambert. Oh, yes. Classic piece of cinema there. But the guy that wrote Pretty Woman wrote The Adventures of Fart Man. And the idea was that he would fight crime by night with the use of his flatulence. <laughs> Stern had said in an interview years later that his idea for the villain was to be the real life Donald Trump. Wow. Oh, That's pretty wow. crazy. Playing yeah. himself and the alter ego of Fartman was the a, a guy named Al Goldstein, who is a real guy and the editor of Screw Magazine. <laughs> I'm shocked he was a, involved with him. Yeah, it's like a it's like a porn magazine, right? Right. Well, I, was, I would assume by the name. Honestly, I don't know, but well, it's, either, it's either that or or hardware. <laughs> Screw Magazine is a real thing. It was about it was like a pornography magazine. Okay. So so that was the alter ego of Fartman. This movie never made it into production, <laughs> which I'm sure you're not shocked. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I, I can see why. I, I, 
in a way, I actually kind of am surprised. I wouldn't say shocked because he had his his following when he when he went to K Rock and skyrocketed. I mean, he wasn't a super huge star until like we we knew him way before the rest of the country did. We and New York knew him before we knew him. But man alive was his fan base rabbit. I mean, they were super supportive. They could have put this out and made their money back on that alone. I'm I'm actually kind of surprised this wasn't made to see what they could if they could get some ca- a cash grab out of it. I think you're right. Um, and from what I'm reading from interviews from him and these wannabe filmmakers of this film, the main thing that stopped them from making it is that they wanted it to be PG-13. Oh, well, that was never going to happen. No, that's not not, gonna happen not in those days with him. No way. Right. Right. And Stern has said all, said all along, I, I'm not making this as a PG-13 movie. And it just kind of fizzled. But the thing that people remember most is the MT Movie Awards uh, appearance. And... Chris, when when this happened, you and I were huge Beverly Hills 90210 fans. Oh yeah, oh, I know who he was in. He was involved in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was Luke Perry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luke Perry. I watched it today, and Luke Perry said, "I don't know who it was supposed to be, but Luke Perry steps in to do it, and he says even in his <laughs> intro, um, I'm up here because I'm the only one that had the balls to come up here and do this.'" And he introduces him. He comes out of the rafters. And Stern pretty much ruins the category because he's just getting attention. He's showing his ass. He gets Luke Perry to grab his ass. Yeah. He farts <laughs> and the podium explodes. He gets a girl up out of the audience to grab his ass. He's he's actually they're They're giving away the best rock video of the year. Oh, really? And I, didn't yeah, that I mean, it was like award. a It was a big award. The nominees were. Def Leppard for Do You Want to Get Rocked? What? I don't know that song. You remember? Let's get, let's get, let's get, let's get rocked. You remember that song? No, I just remember them putting a Stanley Cup on upside down when they opened up the hockey season in one year. (laughs) What happened? (laughs) They were, they were the opening act for opening night of hockey night. Um, I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna assume it was ESPN Studios, maybe it was a Sports NBC or NBC Sports. It doesn't matter. And they did a big whole like um, party opening party at whoever I don't even remember. This is within the past ten years, maybe uh, give or take a year in there. And Def Leppard was the op- like that was they were opening the the whole hockey season, and the singer gets his 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 bit and during the like guitar solo. The one song was to get the Stanley Cup out of the case and put it on a stand so everyone could see it. He did that, and he and he set it upside down. It was upside down on the stand. Oh my god! And then so, you heard the crowd uh, go crazy, and then the the cup handlers came out and turned it right side up. He goes, "What do I know? I'm a sucker fan." <laughs> serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. Yes, this really <laughs> I, happened. I have, to, I have to watch this. He might this have said football, great. but we knew he meant soccer. There right. is, yeah. Put on Def Leppard Stanley Cup. First video in Google, Def Leppard puts a Stanley Cup upside down. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I will be watching that as soon as we're done. Um, <laughs> Def Leppard, do you want to get rocked? Ugly Kid Joe, everything about you. Okay, I know Van, that song. Van Halen's Right Now. Okay, that one I know as well. Sure. Yeah. And the winner... Metallica's Enter Sandman. Okay. Now, all right. All right. You, you, made, you made more sense at the end there. 
So they get up on stage. They're trying to accept their thing. Stern is just vamping and and just stealing every moment of attention away from them. It's honestly pretty annoying. Um, but, you know, and then he rises up into the rafters again. Flash forward to the movie Private Parts, which ends up getting made, obviously. And the thing that Matt's talking about, um, Luke Perry does not want to come back. Oh, really? I didn't. I wondered why they didn't have him do this. Does it say why? He he re, he just turned it down. He <laughs> wasn't interested. Do you remember who replaced him? Yes, I do. Chris, not. do you? No. Uh, do I get a trivia point? Yes, <laughs> it was John Stamos. John Stamos replaces oh. Luke Perry. Uncle Jesse. <laughs> No, not that guy from the Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> Denver Pile. Yeah, Denver Pile. <laughs> so, but that becomes like the biggest thing with uh, Fartman. Um, there was another opportunity for him to appear at a WrestleMania. Oh, that's that's when you, you you've made it. <laughs> that's when you know things are going really well. Yeah. yeah. But Stern turned it down because in the you know the scenario the story or whatever you call a wrestling match vince mcmahon wants stern to lose oh okay and 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 because of his ego stern is like i'm not coming on wrestlemania and losing and he never does it Mm, so his second book miss america did you guys buy the books yes yeah i bought two did he ever do another one after that I think he wrote a third book more recently. I think it's called Howard Stern comes again. Ah, clever. (laughs) But private parts and then Miss America, Miss America included a five page comic of fart man. So if you have the book, you have the only comic book of fart man. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) That's what else to say about that. (laughs) <laughs> Matt's running to his bookshelf yeah. to get it. <laughs> no, no. He, you're right. There was Howard Stern Comes Again in um, 2019. I, knew, I had no idea he wrote that. I, yeah. Okay. I think I know all I need to know about him at this point. No. There's only two more resurfacings of Fartman. One is in 2006. Howard Stern has his own film festival in which he encourages fans to make films about him or anything about him. And someone makes a Fartman film where he is the hero and comes up with a villain for fart man named tight ass <laughs> who can't fart who uses their who uses their asshole as a weapon and shoots things out of it wow <laughs> of course so i think you can watch that too and then the last mention of it is they did a 25th anniversary recording called the brown knight rises <laughs> on his show with Rob Schneider. Well, if you want to really get an actor on, you get Rob Schneider. It's Stallone. <laughs> if he's good enough for Stallone. Hey, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Please move out of the way of the food cart. The food cart is your friend. Please move out of the way. Order the hell he says in Demolition Man. <laughs> Demolition Man and Judge Dredd. Oh, Judge Dredd. That was Judge Dredd. I'm sorry. Demolition Man, he doesn't know how to use the three shells. <laughs> oh, which I would understand if I were in your situation. <laughs> that's, three prob- shells. that's probably wrong, but you get the idea. We need to do an episode of these on the three shells. Yeah, actually, there is a... Have you ever seen the explanation online of how they're supposed to work? 
I just saw somebody put something up, oh, but okay. I didn't read it. Do you just want to tell us now? We don't have to do an episode. I don't know. I don't know. I just want to know. I don't. It's been years since I've seen it, but I know someone explained it. I don't know that I agreed with what I saw, but I was like, oh, at least I made an effort. Oh, okay. I'm interested in the three shells. If I remember right, and this is gross. He used two shells to like kind of clamp the matter, and then the the third shell to squeegee the rest of the remnants off. <laughs> Uh, oh. I love it. I want more. Of the, it. the only other fart man thing I have is that the costume recently went on sale and it was sold at auction for $175,000. Jesus. And I'm but as far as our, <laughs> you're wearing it now. It was yeah, you. <laughs> so Fancy neither cold. of you, neither of you have Sirius XM, I guess. No, no I do not. I got I do the first year it was on. And I, I listened to like a lot of this stuff. And then he had Riley Martin do a show, which is actually just kind of funny because it was so freaking ridiculous. And then like Runal came around. I was just kind of like, nah, I'm good. I'm all right. I don't really <laughs> listen to it. Well, he he's in this weird place now. And I just read an interview with him where he said that he cannot go back and listen to his old recordings. I can understand um, that. He and he gets a lot of criticism from people for being this woke version of Howard Stern. And I listen to him. I still listen to him a lot. Um, he is a very, very um, watered down version of what he used to do. There's still stuff on there that's really graphic. Um, he just had a show last week where it was Guess My Sexual Fetish. Mm. And it was a guy that... Um, basically um destroys his own penis yeah how um, it sounds i mean apart from being unpleasant i mean it sounds painful that's like a sensitive area uh, he severed it down the middle oh come on Ugh. why um, right yeah um he's one of these people that's really into like body mutilation yeah, um he has he has um removed his own testicles and put them back in several times oh. things like this well that, so this that is, i can see why was he like take <laughs> him out and roll him in his hand like those chinese worry balls and then put them back yeah kind of oh god i was kidding so matt knew too much about that <laughs> i often wondered if i could do that well not he's while they're doing... out sorry i mean you know while they're in i'm trying right now actually if you want to know Ooh. i can hear it yeah. just got a haircut and a zipper <laughs> he's still doing things like that but as far as some of the other things he doesn't do it anymore um he gets accused of being woke a lot and because of his shift in personality he has become more mainstream and respected by hollywood to the point where he has you name the celebrity and he's doing interviews with them yeah people uh, love him man now beyond belief I mean, there isn't a, there isn't a single person that he isn't interviewed, and it becomes an event. Um, mm. Bruce Springsteen or Paul McCartney, or uh, you know, it doesn't matter who it is. He he has become part of Hollywood, uh, whereas before, no one would accept him. Uh, he couldn't get good guests. He had to get people like Adam West, the Corey Feldman. When did he like? When was the moment where he finally like? Shit, I'm getting like, you know, Clooney, like all these. Like, when did that happen? I don't know. I don't know if it was like a single moment. 
or if it was just a gradual change over the year. The article I read was um, it, it had quotes in there from like David Letterman, who said that like at some point he uh, Howard would do all these things about personal things about David Letterman and his wife and things like that. He would attack people's families. Yeah. And and the celebrities obviously weren't happy about this um, to now he apologizes for all of that stuff. He regrets a lot of that stuff. He can't even listen to it. And whereas Hollywood has accepted him, I think it has lost him some of his fan base. So he's not as, as like back then, man, he was on what MMR or YSP in, in the mornings in Philadelphia, WYSP. He was, he had like a fan base. So you, what you don't think it's as big anymore. It dropped. I mean, he's still, he's still on this, serious and and earning crazy amounts of money you know it does a show right. three days a week now oh okay um i don't know it's a it's a it's a very interesting to me career arc from where he came from to where he is now right where he's hanging out with celebrities and interviewing pretty much anybody that he wants to um i, I don't know it's i'm just curious and I, i'm interested if we put this out there what fans of him that listen to our show what they think of him now because there are some people that i think are very angry with him the that that he's betrayed them in some way oh that's right that's not the that's not the thought process i had of him i just i think i just lost interest in it it's it's I don't know. I think it just I don't want to say I outgrew it because clearly I haven't listened to any episode we've recorded in the past ten years. I've not outgrown it. I just don't I think I just lost interest in it. It probably had to do with the accessibility of it. And uh, like I said earlier, it's like when I kind of see him being quoted for saying something uh, shocking for lack of a better word, I don't find it that shocking. So it's just kind of I did I think it's just me losing interest is really the bottom line. Yeah. Well, I mean, his his fans over the years, like, uh, I mean, especially take us, for example, when we were, how old were you when you started listening to Howard Stern? I didn't, yeah, I was 12 very or 13. Young. Yeah, I mean, I can't yeah. even remember when that came on. It was whenever he was on, because I remember, um, I don't think I even really listened that much to John DeBella, but the whole... Uh, him invading Philly in the John DeBella war, everyone talked about it. It didn't matter what station it was. So that that put a huge spotlight on. You had to check out what this guy was about. And I'm sure he'd been on the local news with us being so close to New York for a long time. So I think I was immediately listening to it when, it finally, when he finally hit the Philadelphia market. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every morning of my life for a very long yeah. time, I listened to him and I would assume that having listened to him for so long that some of my sense of humor yeah. uh, has, has been affected or, or influenced somehow by Howard Stern. That's how I learned Mitch Hedberg died was like because the alarm would go off to his show and like three minutes into the alarm going off, they're talking about he made this like offhanded comment. He's like, this jerk's still alive in Mitch Hedberg's den. We're like, me and Chris are like, shut up. I'm like, what? And like, we could not find... Anything on the internet until like hours later, finally confirming that he died. It's like, I, yeah, I mean, I listened to him and got a, I don't know if a lot of news, but a lot of the things I was interested in, my pop culture, my zeitgeist, I got learned of or got the updates through him for a lot for decades. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. I'd be interested to hear um, both of you listen to him 
now, like maybe listen for a week and see what you think. Yeah. Um, because it is different. It's very different. I especially the celebrity interviews. I think, you know what? Look- it's funny you say that. That might be the thing I'm least interested in. I don't care. I've never cared about what a celebrity has to say about anything. Even if it's a tell-all, like an expose, like he gets, I don't know who, and like, like if he gets, well, all right, I was going to say, uh, oh, what's her name? The chick from Smallville. Uh, oh, God, Chloe. Uh, Allison Mack. Yeah, that I might listen to. I take it back because that, that's got to be fascinating. But if he got on, like, I don't know, if he got some someone on, I don't, I, I wish I could think of another name and had them do their tell-all. That's like the, that's the least interesting thing and always has been of his show. Maybe that's what has kind of had me drift away from it is the more he's got celebrities on and these long interviews are so long that I don't care about. I think that I didn't really put two and two together until you said that, but I think that's a big reason why I kind of lost interest. Right. I would definitely listen to him. If I, you know, if I pay for it, I do miss him big time, but I think for me, I think podcasting now, there's so many podcasts you can listen to about bullshit I, that's what's helping me, you know, I guess ease the pain yeah. where I can't listen to, to Stern. That's, you know that mean? is one thing I disliked quite a few years ago is that he shit on podcast. And I I, 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 I dislike that because it's the same reason I had a problem with Metallica, Metallica and Napster. If he had podcasts when he was struggling, he would have – that would have been like his – in my – my opinion, my guesstimation, that would have been something he latched onto and may have even revolutionized it earlier than it, than it existed. For him to yeah. shit on it, I think, is unfair. And I, I always thought that about Metallica, too. I was like, when you were struggling and you couldn't sell a freaking record to save your life, if you had something like Napster that where everyone in the world could get your music in one click, you would have used that shit. Don't lie and sue everybody now. I mean, I could be wrong on both counts, but that's my feeling. Right. I think what you're saying about the celebrity things is 100% true. If when I turn him on, if I don't care about the celebrity, I turn it right off mm-hmm. because I don't care what almost any celebrity thinks, just like what you're saying. Um, if he had like Beyonce or, 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 or Jimmy Fallon on, I don't give a shit. Right. But if I like the celebrity, I think he is a very good interviewer. And I, I do like listening to those. But Chris, you, you watch all these things where people are interviewing celebrities yeah about everything so well whenever he used to be on as a guest you know mostly letterman and stuff when he was really like you know still kind of crazy and wild those were some of the best interviews because stern just fucking took over he didn't let the talk show whatever letterman leno back in the day conan he he didn't have them take over the show he just fucking (laughs) took because he loved talking he just loved hearing himself talk and they were I don't know what they're like now, but I think the last times I've listened to them, they were they were a lot more adversarial in the beginning. Like, right? Like he would call people out for shit and, and be relentless about getting an answer. Whereas I don't recall the last time I heard that, but I also haven't listened to him in an incredibly long time. Right. Well, I I just I kind of find him fascinating in that way. The fart man stuff, even back then. It was stupid. Like yeah. it was far, farts are funny. They'll always be funny forever. But yep. Right. But this like even in 1992, we were 19. Um, I didn't think that was funny when I was 19. I would have seen the movie just because I Absolutely. liked it so much. Yeah. But uh, 
Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, the, the character itself, I think is, is some, something that I wanted to lead into this discussion of him, which it has. So I appreciate what both of you said. I'm interested what other people think too, but that's all I got. I think I've met like uh, a few of the of his uh, what, what are they, the the pack what are they called the whack pack the whack pack I, I met Bill Juice oh really um, stuttering John right here in town actually no no that's right John um Gary uh Babooey oh yeah in town yeah, and I met stuttering John somewhere at some kind of convention thing way back yeah the, I mean living where we live we have access I think more so. To some of these yeah. people, though, to if to remember, listen to this. The one that he will always bring up is: Do you remember Kenneth Keith Callenback? <laughs> yeah, he always used to say that. <laughs> yeah. Ken, Kenneth Keith Callenback was one of these guys that was just nuts, and he his claim to fame <laughs> was that he could blow smoke out of his eyes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He he looked like a serial killer. He had long hair, and he was just like very frightening, and. um I remember he got kicked off the show because they did one of those Channel 9 shows where they went bowling. That was the theme of the show. Like it was the Whack Pack and Howard and Robin and Fred and Jackie, and they all just went bowling. And that guy had some sort of homemade makeshift explosive. Oh, I thought you were saying bowling his... ball. No, he, he and he tried to he tried to blow up Howard. Ooh, okay. What? See, that's not cool. And, and it didn't it didn't work. I mean, obviously, oh, yeah, it didn't obviously, go yeah, off. Right. right. It kind of fizzled and smoked. But they're and they're all like, what just happened? And I remember I were being like, I think Kenneth King Callenbeck just tried to kill me. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they got rid of the guy. And I think they brought him back at some point. But Tim bumped into him at a mall. Oh, geez. And, and he had him sign an autograph for me on a it's just a piece of notebook paper. And it says, hey, Dave, you suck. <laughs> I remember this. Oh my god! I think I remember this. I, I still have it. So here's thank you, Tim. Here's a bizarre, <laughs> a bizarre fact I know relating back to the Howard Stern show, not him. But all those years I was doing the War of the Worlds week stuff around Halloween. I yeah. did a report on the 50th year celebration in Grover's Mill, New Jersey, and they had a ice show of the Martian invasion. And the makeup artist for the actors on that show was Ralph Gorilla. Oh, really? Yep. <laughs> That's great. He's still on. Is he really? Yeah. He's he's one of the – a lot of the people haven't, you know, lasted throughout the entire show. Some of them are dead. Oh, man. Do you guys see um, – um, Ralph Dark is still on. You watch the Dark Side of Comedy at all on Vice? Yeah. They I've did been a, watching that. I think a two-parter of him. And I, I did it's him and Stuttering John have some kind of fallout because Stuttering John was not nice at all about his time there. The last I remember, Stuttering John left his show to be the announcer on the Tonight Show, <sighs> right? With that. Jay yeah. Leno, That's yeah, funny. way back, yeah. Like the guy that is like on Tonight Show, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony Randall. That. that was, and here's here's your host. Jay Leno, yeah. That, there was, I think when I started, like, kind of getting sick of shock jocks in general was the Howard Stern man-cow war, because that was a battle I, like, that I couldn't care less that either of them would win or lose, because they're both so awful about it, if that 
for like I don't know what word I'm looking for, but neither of them were approaching it in any kind of entertaining way. It was viciously personal. I think that was kind of when I started weeding away from that kind of radio. Right. Well, that's all I got about Fart Man. Hmm. I do like the way it looked, and I do have fond <laughs> memories of that. Mainly, I think, because of Luke Perry. Um, I think he was a really good sport. I wonder why uh, he didn't um, want to do it for the movie. He's Luke Perry's. I don't. I mean, I certainly don't know what his personality is like outside of TV. But if I if he would do it for that, I wonder why not the movie. Maybe he's like publicist or with manager. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe Stern was like in a bad place or point of his life no i wouldn't be involved with him right now i don't know maybe it's uh i I mean i i I did try to find the answer and it was just that he turned it down i'm completely spitballing here that maybe luke perry felt like he was trying to make a run at a real career he had left 90210 and i and and i i know that private parts came out in 1997 ish 1997, I think. And that is the year that The Fifth Element came out. <laughs> okay. so, oh, and so, he was so underused in that movie. Yeah, he was. I, I remember I thought he was be in the whole movie, and he's like the first 10 minutes, and then that's it. Yeah. Like, at that point, eight seconds had been out, and he got yeah. some some good cred from that, and he was in Fifth Element. Maybe he was like this. For eight seconds. That was the doc- just... documentary about his time on uh, Fifth Element. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I'm just uh brainstorming here. I like Maybe he thought that he was uh, if I do that that's a step backwards. I'm moving forward. My my favorite fun fact about Howard Stern is and I've said this before, you guys will recognize this story. I went to see Private Parts when I lived in Puerto Rico. I was the only guy in the movie theater, oh, me and me and Rob, and then we after that, we went. Oops, sorry. After that, we went to see Return of the Jedi Special Edition. It was just me and him and a woman nursing her baby in Return of the Jedi Special Edition. <laughs> you think it'd be the other way around? Right. Yeah. Do that during, yeah. During Stern, you yep. know? It was Mark Hamill with the chub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, that's they, all they, I got, Chris. Fart awesome. Man yeah. in the books. In the books, Fart Man. Um. Man, I, is you know you know there's no uh, uh, shock jack trivia or anything going on now. There was one. Matt got it. Matt, oh, John did... Stamos. He wins. Oh, hey, okay, all right. Matt, <laughs> Matt's the winner again. That'd be a good trivia subject. Not 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 to do it now, but if uh, like a proper education type thing, a actors that replaced real life uh, people in reenactments. If that all came out right, like how John Stamos replaced. Luke Perry, like, is there other people who replace people? Ah, uh, that's no, too hard. Fuck it. Never mind. <laughs> I like I the idea. That. I like the idea. Not people that played real people, not actors that played real people, but actors that replaced other actors in reenactments. That's, a, that's what I was trying to say. Not like where Rob Lowe very- played everybody in a Lifetime movie. Not like that. <laughs> oh, don't bring that up here, Chris Matt. How about that's in a very meta though. sense... James Brolin playing Pee Wee Herman (laughs) in the Pee Wee Herman movie within Pee Wee's Big Adventure. (laughs) What's the, uh, was Harvey Keitel played, uh, what character in the end of um, Get Shorty? Fuck you, fuckbag. What was, who's, who's he replacing? I forget who. Oh, that guy who's dead. Uh, Yeah, fuck. Never mind. You have the nose. 
No, I know who. Dennis Farina? Yeah, that's the guy. God rest his soul. Striking distance. Dennis Farina. That sounds like a fancy dog food. (laughs) (laughs) On sale now. Oh, him. Oh, that's, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I was talking about, that guy. All right, well, all right. Thanks for listening, everyone out there. Dave, excellent job. Bartman forever. <laughs> Bartman forever. Not Fantastic Four. Bartman forever. Nope. Bartman forever. Bartman nope. forever would have done better than the last Fantastic Four movie. That's my take on this. <laughs> <laughs> That's my take on it. Well, all right. Well, from our galaxy to yours, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. That's how I ended the show. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Swick Presents Outside the Galaxy. Outside the Galaxy is a Neozaz.com production. For more great content and original productions, please visit Neozaz.com. Neozaz.com and Swick Presents Outside the Galaxy is proudly 100% listener-supported. To learn how you can help support the work done by Neozaz.com and get access to exclusive content, please visit patreon.com slash Neozaz. To help support the show for free, please consider taking a couple minutes to leave a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you download this podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.